back to Real Conversations with Nora for our 49th episode. Our topic of discussion this week is part two of The Power of Black Female Authors. And joining me today, thank you so much, Evangelist Tamala um, and Audra. Thank you so much for joining us today. It's such an honor and a privilege to have you with us today. Tamala Coleman is an author of Spiritual Expressions, which is a poetry book and has published numerous inspirational um, and empowering books. And I'm sure that she empowers women and men through the gospel of Jesus Christ. So it's an honor to have you here today. Audra has her own cooking lifestyle home entertainment show, Cooking Couture of Atlanta. She is also the owner and operator of Cake Couture Atlanta, and she is a published author. Thank you so much, Evangelist Tamala and Audra, for joining me today and, and taking this opportunity to be on the show. We so appreciate you. I have a question for both of you, actually. And so um, why don't we start with you, Audra? What inspired you to um, write your own book and, and start your own business? Let's talk about that, starting your own business. I know we're talking about book writing, but you know, a lot of times, we write a book and, and God gives us a gift to do something else with it. So what's your uh, thought on that? Well, that's funny. My, inspir <laughs> my inspiration for starting my own business was um, meeting and seeing really a powerful, bad to the bone black women. <laughs> uh <-huh. you. laughs> that's how I got. I mean, the, the best, the biggest, the, the most impactful business I've ever started was Mary Kay. That's what got me on my um, got me on my journey. Now, I end up uh, becoming the founder and creator of a of a business that um, netted me well over several million dollars. But my whole foundation got started, my whole love for entrepreneurship, my whole desire to leave an impression started with Mary Kay. Mm -hmm. When I seen how I could change people's lives, um, how I could empower people by my presence, mm -hmm. forget what they did. I empowered them and changed their life by what I did before they even made any choices, whatever mm -hmm. decisions they made, me. Me, my presence, me being successful. And that's what led to the book. A story needed to be told. It needed to get out. It needed. And, and so my story, uh, Confessions of a Broke Millionaire is my book because I lost millions and I wanted I felt like I didn't have any mentors and I didn't have I didn't have any millionaire friends to call and say, hey, you know, what happens or this or that? What do you do? Because it's, it's levels to this thing and it's, it's different exposure when you are profiting millions of dollars and then you lose. And, and then I lost it through um, government, you know, taxes. And it, it's a long story. Yeah, read the book. Right? <laughs> but um, I felt like the story needed. I, I wanted what I wanted to do was tell my side, basically. Right. Because if you watch the news or you Google me, you see what was said. But it's like. That ain't everything now. Right. That ain't what happened. You know, and so I wanted to tell my story. And just like with my entrepreneurship, I wanted to empower women. I wanted people to know you're not the only one. You're not the only one that uh, rises and falls and has 
heartaches and misunderstandings, all that. You know what I mean? Right. Come on, you ain't the only one. Right. And more than that, it's a lesson to be learned in it all. It's something that comes out of it. It was not for not. It was, you know, my living was not in vain, you know? And that's, I mean, I the Clark sisters literally called me. I have a good friend that's friend of theirs in Detroit. And when I was like laying on just like, thought I was going to die. The whole world was over. They called me and I remember crying and being on the floor crying, like snobbing, like, cause they were, they were singing the song that like got me through, you know, cause right. I was like, why? You know what I mean? All that I've done, is it in vain? And it was not, it was right. not like, I wouldn't, I, I, I would be here had all that not happened, but I would be a completely different person. Right. And I love this person I am. And I wanted to share that journey and story that if you focus, because if I'd have spent less time on the floor and, and more time, like getting it together, like literally getting my paperwork together <laughs> and stuff instead of just crying. Right. It, it all got thrown out and dissolved, mm. but it would have got thrown out and dissolved three months earlier mm -hmm. had I gotten up off the floor. And got, you know what I'm saying? And pulled it together mm -hmm. and known inside. No, your living is not in vain. It's a purpose for this. Yeah. So look for the purpose in this. Let's get with it right. and let's get off the floor crying. Yeah. So, you know, if, if I could pick a few people up, up off the floor crying or in the corner feeling sorry for themselves, that's what I want. Well, good, 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 good. Um, Evangelist Tamela, what, what is your thought? I mean, what inspired you to uh, write your book? Yes. And, and first of all, thank you so much for having me on your show. It is very, a great honor to, to be on your show today great with my other co-author there. <laughs> yes. Well, it's been a long journey for me. Um, in 2007, I actually decided that I wanted to do writing. I, I really wrote a lot um, during my teenage years. Um, but I decided in 2007 um, that I wanted to do a little, you know, I'm just thinking small at this time. I'm, right, I'm just right. wanting to do a simple little, small little, you know, poetry book or whatever. Um, but then uh, that was in 2007. And that came about with a lot of things that I had to endure over my life, a lot of adversities, a lot mm -hmm. of things that I had to go through um, mm -hmm. from my um uh, elementary school years through to my uh, teenage years, I was bullied all the way up to high yeah. school. And during that time being bullied, you know, I just kind of just, just kind of just separated myself off. Um, and I stopped, I used to keep a journal and, you know, they have like really nice journals now, but back in those days, it was back in like the eighties, I just had a notebook pad. So I used that notebook pad to just pin down what my wow. daily dream was and what I went through. So nobody knew I did that, even my parents. They didn't know I, I even kept yeah. that. So as I got older, of course, I ended up kind of swaying away from the writing. And then in 2007, I've been through, before that, I actually had gone through a lot, a lot of things. And so I decided, let me just write something that would inspire other people. You know, even though I needed to have the inspiration, I wanted to inspire inspire other women and other, just in general, just people. And so I decided to do that. And Lord and behold, after 2007 book, poetry book that I thought was small, mm -hmm. God decided he wanted to do something bigger. Mm -hmm. So after that, I decided to write another book that was Divine Woman of God. Um, mm. It's a devotional for women. And mm. then he spoke to me again. He's like, you need to go a little higher. So mm. then I began to write stage plays. So I wow. started producing. 
stage plays. I wrote, I would write a stage play in 30 days. And I wrote, my first stage play was a, it was a, oh my God, it was a success. And I was like, God, what are you, what are you doing now? What what is it you want me to do? But each each year I was he was giving me something to come mm-hmm. out with. Mm-hmm. So every year and up until now, I'm mm-hmm. now a three time bestselling author. Wow. Um, and I also uh, published nine books. So wow. that's where I am now. So, you know, the purpose and like my sister was saying, you know, you have to know your purpose. Right. You know, we don't always know our purpose, yeah. you know, when right. we start out. But then as you gradually start moving and you start mm-hmm. focusing on the right things, God will show yeah. you what your purpose is. Right. So right. I knew that God had a purpose for my life. Even when mm-hmm. I was in my mother's womb, he had a purpose and a plan for my right. life. Right. And so now I'm living out that purpose. Right. And I'm so grateful um, to be able to help other authors and other people that want to do right. the same. Good. Well, you know, it, it's so amazing because, um, you know, the word of God tells us in Jeremiah 29, 11, that he knows the plans he has for us, to clear us the Lord, plans to prosper us, not to harm us, plans to give us hope in the future. I always tell people, you're never going through what you're going through for you. You're going through for somebody else. And oh, so yeah. we have to stand that ground and know that God is using us and be and our willingness um, to be used by him and for him. And 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 for, you know, and, to, and helping other people to see oftentimes what they don't see that, you know, God has allowed us to see. So thank you. That was just totally awesome. I want to read something to you that I read. I love, I'm a Google girl. I love to Google and find out information. But it said in 2018, journalism will need to do a better job seeking out the voices of Black women. It will not be enough to give Black women credit for the things they do, but it is crucial to allow their stories to be told through their own voices. So what is your thought about that? Um, yes. The importance that yes. we tell our story. Like you said, you tell a story. I can remember um, um, myself, praise God, um, going on my, writ- written eight books, working on my ninth one, working on my ninth one. And I can remember a really good friend of mine uh, was a fashion designer. And that's when back in the day when my sister and I had a fashion design business and we um, were doing fashion shows with her. She was a very renowned uh, fashion designer in Boston. And she had asked me to write an article. And I was like totally excited that she was so honored that she had asked me. And the woman, Caucasian woman, um, got the article and said that I couldn't write and I would never write. And so I was like totally devastated, but it was just many, many years ago. And that's why I love Jeremiah 29, 11, because God truly does know the plans he has for our lives. And I can remember coming from Bible study one um, night, and this is like many years ago, like probably like 30 something years later. And I remember being at a stop sign and the Lord said, this day you shall write. And he breathed the word into me and I started writing. And like yourself, um, Evangelist Tema, I am like so passionate about writing. I can knock a book out in 30 days. I mean, I just, you know, because I'm so passionate about it. And I think every time I think about, you know, the enemy comes, we know the Bible teaches us, he comes to kill, steal and destroy. And, you know, he talks about, um, you know, the Lord is showing us that we have to be so mindful, our mindset, we have to have the mindset of Christ and, you know, think like Christ, speak like Christ. And I was just so thankful that the Lord spoke that word to me. And every time I even think, I think about her. I want to write even more. Because me, <laughs> enemy wrong. Oh no, I can, I got this. I can do this. And so there's so many more women out there that need to tell their stories. 
And so I'm so just very inspired by women, especially African-American women, because like yourself, Evangelist Tamala and Audrey, yourself, you know, you have stories to tell that women need to hear the story. Mary Kay used to always say, it's the story that sets people free. It's the story that gives people hope. When we read the Bible, it's the stories in the Bible that God shares with us that gives us hope. So what is your thought about, you know, more the importance of more Black women telling their stories? Uh, ben, just right, I'm going to start with you, uh, Evangelist Tamala. Yes. And I have, and, and it's funny that you should say that because I have really connected with a lot of women, a mm -hmm. lot of uh, uh, black women, um, Caucasian women. Right. Uh, but I, I have seen that a lot of us, um, sometimes we don't want to share our really? story. No. Um, I can remember because I just recently wrote my life story and it mm -hmm. took me it really took me 15 years wow. to really put it down on paper. And I'm going to tell you the reason why, because when I started to pin it down, mm -hmm. I started thinking about what I actually went through. Mm -hmm. And then I had to really go back and remember some of the bad times that I had to go through in my past. And mm -hmm. it really broke me down just wow. to even think about it. Um, right. it, I had to really go through a change, a transformation to really realize my story is not for me, it's for somebody else. Amen. So when I began to write, so now, it's, you know, I try to, you know, minister, I try to speak to other ladies and try to let them know if God put it in you, he's giving you the vision that he's mm -hmm. going to also provide the provision. Right. So when he does that, you know, I, I really don't want to like put it on black women, but right. sometimes we're very hesitant. Right. Um, to put our stories out there, but right. it doesn't matter how horrific your story mm -hmm. is, how bad your past is. If you're still standing and able to tell your story, tell then it. it's for somebody else. Right. So I, I really try to connect with women and let them know because a lot of a lot of women, just women and in general, have come to me. How you know you've written so many books, you've done this and that. How can I get started? Mm -hmm. Because it's like, I started something and now I can't finish it. You know, we do right. go through this writer's block sometimes. Mm -hmm. I know I've gone through it several times, uh, but I try to instill in them, keep writing, focus, mm -hmm. write mm -hmm. something every day. Right. If you can't write a page, write a paragraph every day. Right. And mm -hmm. you will really be amazed at how mm -hmm. much you have written in mm -hmm. like a week, just writing a paragraph. Mm -hmm. And it starts to begin to get, you know, get better and better. And mm -hmm. I, that's what I do. I try to write a little bit every day. And I'm, everybody's yeah. like, well, how did you come out with this book? And <laughs> like six months, three months, six months, I was like, I've been working on it for a year. Y'all have no idea. Right. You know, it's just now I'm just putting it out to you all, but right. God's been dealing with me right. with how to pin it down. So right. yes, I really, I, I really try to give advice to women to don't stop. Just focus, write something daily if you can. And the more you do that, it's like, okay, I need to do this. We have a busy schedule. We right. all do. Absolutely. But if you really have a passion for writing and you really want to get your story out there, you got to focus. Right. Good, 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 good. Aja? Okay. First of all, I forgot to tell you that I went to college on a journalism scholarship. I've been writing all my life. Yeah. So <laughs> writing has... Um, it's been therapeutic for me in my older age and even my younger age. Um, I started off by writing poems and then I love when the whole spoken word thing came out. 
Um, I think that it's so important for us to write and tell our stories because we are not a monolithic group. Mm-hmm. Just because I'm a black woman, we share all three of us here. We we do we share the right love for writing and a passion for writing, and a freedom that you get from writing because mm-hmm. it's kind of like um, going into the movies. You kind of get to escape, you know what I mean, and then you get right. to help others escape right, right? into into your story. You kind of get to guide them, and it's a control thing. So I, I mean, I've gotten all into it because I really have um, a real passion for writing, um, but we don't have the same story. We don't experience the same things. We don't bleed the same. Just because we have melanin in our skin, the way we process things are different. The way I dress, my motivations and how I do. And I have a voice. And so that means that there's a people that only hear my voice. That's why I got to tell my story. Right. And it could be the same. I could have gone through the same thing somebody else went through. Somebody white, you. But the way I say it, will touch some people that only I can touch. Right. There's some people that that look at me, you know, that I that I recruited that only came because of me. You know what I mean? I have been right. to many Mary Kay meetings, but when I seen you up there, I was like, oh no, I identify with her. And I, I didn't have anything in common with you. At that time, I had never been to Boston. I had never even been to that coast. But it was the way you was looking, and I was like, oh, she's speaking to me. Right. <laughs> came in there all sharp. I was like, oh yes. <laughs> Them my people right there. <laughs> what they t- I want to be a part of what she's a part of. Right. Yeah. So if, if, I t- if somebody looks at me and I am, and see, I've evolved and I, I've gotten free. The reason why my, my book has gone through and it's going through a reprint right now because I was afraid of the people that it was going to hurt if I told my truth. Mm. So, but what, how the spirit really has guided me is I have learned and it's just taken me time. I've learned how to tell my truth. Mm-hmm. How can I say it without hurting? Right. You understand what I mean? Yeah. Well, because I could just say it, you right. know, mm-hmm. when this happened to me, my mama didn't, you know what I mean? Right. right, right. And, but I didn't, I, that I didn't want that, that to be the story. Right. But I couldn't get past the hurt. Right. It took me a long time to it's like I wrote it all in a probably a week, but rereading it, talking about it, people asking me questions about it. I broke down crying every time. You know mm. what I mean? And I could. So then uh, we, they were saying, this is all still open. How are you going to discuss it? How are we going to go on a book right. tour? How are we going to talk about it? And you literally break down crying. Mm. I mean, I've been strong. And then you keep asking me questions. And it's like, <laughs> I just, like, so. I had to find a way to tell the same story, the the message. What was my end result? Like, why am I doing this? Am I doing this for therapy? Am I doing this to hurt somebody? Am I doing this to let everybody know? Or am I doing it to free some people and to speak to the people, be a mentor for some people? Mm -hmm. So I had to just change the voice in which I told my story. Right. And that is, and and so now, because cooking is um, really my vehicle by which I can be different. I can get into my own lane and my own groove. Um, the book is going to be called from sardines to charcuterie. Like, <laughs> and, it, and, and so I'm relating it to food because mm-hmm. it's something that we could all relate to. Hey, you don't eat pork. I do occasionally. It might make my head spin. Some other people can't live without it, but you know, 
but we can all agree it's from a pig. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So there's some things, we got some commonalities with food. It don't sit well with us. Some of us lactose intolerant, but it's, you know, it still exists. The milk's still there. And then you can either, you can either drink lactose free milk or you can do almond milk. You know, you got some options. And so I wanted to show, I wanted to get to the same destination of helping people by hurting. Now, if it makes some people uncomfortable, if some people say, I know she, well, that's your guilty conscience. Right. I didn't feel good enough because I felt like I still felt like I was throwing daggers, even though I didn't want to. Right. I didn't know any other way to get it out, but right. to throw a dagger. Right. And then when I, when I, all of it, the reading, talking to people, being in groups, um, getting my book edited, reread, read back to me, sending it to people that I respected. Mm. And then they came back. And even when people didn't know anything, I send you the book and you say, Oh wow, so you and your mom not close. And I'm like, Oh Lord, you know, <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like, well, what's the relationship like with your mother? Some of the questions that I got, I was like, dang, that ain't what I want. You know what I mean? Because right. then the book is too much on that and not on what you really intended it for. Yeah. And that was to be like a mentorship and to like help women and to build you up. And I just, I, and you know, so I had to check myself and, 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 and be careful about my voice. And, and that's something that I want to say. I think everybody has a story to be told. Everybody. Now in what form you tell it, whether you tell it animated, whether you tell it funny, sad, know your purpose. Like what, what is your ultimate goal? Mm-hmm. And, if my ultimate goal, my motivations are very important to me. Mm -hmm. My ultimate goal is for me to live in my truth Mm -hmm. and me not for not any, all my life. I feel like I've been trying to, I've been concerned about what will, what will national think? What will this person think? What will, you know, how will I look right now? I got to stand in my truth and I have to be me who I am. Right. First, but Mm -hmm. then my intention on standing in my truth is not to throw any darts at anybody, not to hurt anybody at all. Mm -hmm. I want to be truthfully, honestly me without hurting anybody. So, you know, and it's a way to do everything. It's more than one way to skin a cat. And you know, my grandma, you say it's three sides to every story. So (laughs) (laughs) another side, you know what I'm saying? So I just think because we are not a monolithic group, we are not all the same. They think... One person can't represent black women. Get right. out here and tell your story. And because of social media and electronic this and self-publishing, everybody can tell their story. Absolutely. So don't get mad at me for telling me mine. Tell yours too. Let's right. all tell our story. Because somebody will be blessed because they can only hear what they need to hear from you. Absolutely. There was something else I read too. It says, when telling our stories, we should always be aware that some people have more privilege when it comes to their story being heard. Therefore, our goal must be to make sure we have opportunities to share our experiences without silence or ignored. And I believe that we can do that through book writing and telling our story. So we, you know, basically that's just exactly what we talked about here. Um, let me just ask you this. Did you ever get to a point where you felt like you were just blocked? There was like a writer's block. They talk about writer's block, but we know that writer's block can shut us down, you know? And then like you said, um, uh, Evangelist uh, Tamala, you said it was 15 years. Yeah, okay, I'm gonna put it on the shelf. I ain't deal with this right now. So what was that ever a situation for you, uh, Evangelist? 
Yes, definitely. Um, we go through that, especially when you're trying to really be careful about what you write. Right. Um, sometimes with me, um, during that time that I was going through that, I was really, really, I did not want to write my story. I really did not. Um, it came, in, but the, I don't know. It's just Lord just kept bringing it back, kept bringing it back. And then eventually I decided, okay, I'm going to go ahead and write this. And, mm -hmm. and, and it took 15 years um, because yeah. I was going through a lot of things. As I said before, I was going through a lot and I already had in my mind what I wanted to write. But mm -hmm. then, you know, the Lord started bringing back things that I really almost forgot about. You know, we can block mm -hmm. some stuff in our oh, mind. Yeah, absolutely. Bring back up, you know, because we don't want that past. We don't want to remember that. So we tried to, yeah. uh, you know, block it. And yeah. I think that's what happened with me. I, I eventually, I didn't realize I was blocking my past. So mm -hmm. I tell you, when it first came out and a couple of women read my letter, read, read my book, they actually came to me with tears in their eyes mm. um, because they were like, I had no idea wow. you went through that. Right. My mom, I didn't tell my mother or my father wow. about a lot of things that I went through. My mother, she said, wow. I couldn't put it down. She said, but when I read it, she's like, all I can do was cry because mm -hmm. I didn't know that you would, had gone through all of that. Right, now that right. I think that was the block because I knew if it was hurting, hurting them like that, imagine what I was going through to try right, to right, relive right. You know, because pretty much when you're pinning down your life story, you're, you're basically reliving everything you've right. gone through. Right. And I had, God was kept pulling stuff, pulling stuff, pulling stuff. Some things that I did not put in there purposely mm. uh, because mm. like Audrey said, we didn't, I didn't want to hurt anybody. Right. I could have really, really, really hurt a lot of people. Mm -hmm. But I decided, okay, well, I'm going to just tell my side of the story that really is going to help somebody else mm -hmm. and not to throw darts at somebody mm -hmm. else at the same mm -hmm. time. So I think the block comes in there a lot of times when we're trying to, re trying to write something that we're trying to really make sure that we are writing the right thing and right. we get blocked. We get right. really blocked or we get distracted. Right. Uh, we can easily get distracted with other things that are going on in our lives. Mm -hmm. And that's another reason as well. Uh, mm -hmm. When we go through so much and you're really trying to get this out there, you're trying to write, you're trying to do all these different things, but then you get this side distraction that comes in and it puts a hold on everything that you were trying to do. Right. So a lot of that was going on with me during the 15 years. I don't know if that was happening with Audra, but I really mm -hmm. went through 15 years before I put that story. Now that's my, that's my baby uh, right. because that's my baby book because it's my life story right. and your, your life story that's better than any book that you can ever publish. Right. That's greater than any book that you can ever come out with individually or if you're a co-author, collaboration. Mm -hmm. Your life story, it sets itself apart from all mm -hmm. the other, from the rest of the books. And that's mm -hmm. that's where I got out of that with my blockage. Mm. Well, I, and, and I think that sometimes, uh, I think blockage can be a blessing. Mm -hmm. uh, one, mm -hmm. because the fact that we learn how to block stuff out, that's to protect us, <laughs> you know, like everything you don't need to relive and see and remember every day. Sometimes you need to block some stuff mm -hmm. out some people and everything else. Mm -hmm. But I also like to be inspired. And I feel like when you inspired and it, like when at that stop sign, when the spirit told you today you were right, it start flowing. Right. Mm -hmm. That I feel like when you got to force it, it's me. I want mm -hmm. the spirit in me to mm -hmm. a and I got to mm -hmm. be careful about me. Right. So whenever I start feeling a block or I don't know, um, in, in journalism school, they used to call it um, um, free writing. 
Mm-hmm. You just just write whatever comes off the top of your head. Right. And sometimes you need to switch gears. Right. Sometimes you need to write about something else. Right. You know what yeah. I mean? Cause I, I'll get on the deadline and, and that might not be, come on, just keep writing, keep right. getting out. And now, and I used to carry a, a recorder with me mm-hmm. and just talk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that it, for me, if it's not inspired, if it's not flowing, mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. I'm like, get a massage, go see a movie, do something to what, what, what encourages me meditating, clearing my, clearing all thoughts, and getting focused, like what I want to be inspired. Mm-hmm. So maybe I need to leave this alone for a minute. Maybe my direction is going wrong because I want to keep my purpose ahead of me. I don't want to hurt anybody. I mean, it's just certain things that mm-hmm. I have to tell myself because, yeah, like she said, you could hurt somebody. You could just say something. Mm-hmm. I just don't want to do something for money, mm-hmm. for, mm-hmm. for fame, money, and all of that because you can get so caught up in it, so easy. It's a fine line. Everybody says, oh no, I would never do nothing for money. I would never do anything for clout. That's what you do, mostly everything you're doing. You know what I mean? The uh, People's acceptance, how you're dressing, where you're going, everything we're doing is for some type of acceptance. Mm-hmm. And I want to, um, I just, you know, that being true to yourself, you can't help but have a block. If you, if anybody says they, oh, I free flow, I never have a problem. I just write, write, write. Come on, man. What you that's mechanical. Is it real though? The reason why people crying and the reason why your work is touching so many people is because it came from somewhere real. Right. Yeah. And when they read it, it was like it, they felt it. It was life. Mm-hmm. It gave them it gave them encouragement, it gave them life, it gave them hope, it gave them wisdom. And so that's what I want. I don't want to just write. Right. So I look at a blockage as a blessing. I might be going the wrong way. Right. I'm forgot something. I might need right. to take a step back. Right. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, definitely. I, I'm blocked now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> You're so funny. Well, you know the other the other part too is I'm reading this book right now, Time to Advance by uh, Pastor Pierce, um, Chuck Pierce. Uh, he's out of Texas, and one of my um, uh, friends who's a pastor who I am coaching and told me to get this book. And this book has just revolutionized my thinking. And he's talking about how we as believers, um, especially as Christians, as, as Gentiles, and you know, are thinking, are we thinking like Christ? Are we speaking like Christ? Do we see things from God's perspective? And when we do that, he said there should be some manifestation of the fruit that comes into your life. And so if you're not, you need to go back and reevaluate, reassess it. I mean, I have absolutely loved it. It came one day and I, the Lord woke me up at 4.30 in the morning and said, pick up the book and start reading. And I mean, it just has really truly changed my thinking. You know, he talks about um, in Ezekiel where the Lord talks about the dry bones. And he then he talks about the flowing of the water, the blessings of the Lord. We know water makes things soft, water makes things flourish, you know, and he's talking about God's blessings. And why mm-hmm. is it that we don't have it? Go back mm-hmm. and look why you don't have it. And so it's just, like you said, writing, tell, that's telling your story, that's speaking. And that we yeah. have we have the confidence or we should have the confidence that we can talk to God like he's our friend, you know, like that's, he has called us his friend. And so I love the fact that um, 
we have that ability. And I, w- I would like to share with women that you do, like um, Evangelist said, uh, Tamela said, and Audra said, that you have the ability to tell your story. And I love what you said. Just keep, keep writing. That's what I keep writing. For me, I Google. If I get the word, I Google and then boom, and it stirs something up. You know, the Bible says our gifts will make room for us and put us before great people. I love what you said, Audra. My thing is, I'm not chasing money. I want to chase God because if I chase God, the money will come. I don't have to worry about the money coming to me. You know, I have to be concerned about what's going to come my way. What am I going to, what blessings are going to flow my way? If I'm flowing after the one or following after the one, or he says, thrushing after the one who gives the blessings, that's what comes our way. And so, I just want to just say it's been an amazing, and I believe that Black women have a story to tell. A unique story. A unique story. And I mean, women have a unique story, not just Black women, but we as, you know, culturally, there are different stories, let's face it. And how we, like you said, Audra, how we handle it, how it comes our way. And so I believe that Black women have a story to tell, and we need to tell more of our story. We need to have more of our story um, being told amongst um, people so that they know that they can, right? Sometimes we feel like we need permission, right? Nor forgiving permission. Seriously, right. sometimes we need permission. We need to know that we can, right? Yeah. No story, girl, right? Story. <laughs> right. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Well, ladies, I want to thank you for uh, being my guest on Real Conversations with Nora today. Are there any last minute, I'll start with you, Evangelist Tamala, any last minute comments that you would like to share with our audience? Well, I am just so happy to, for you to have me on your show tonight again. And for anyone that's listening tonight, just be inspired. If God gave it to you, he's going to see you through it. If he's giving you some passion for writing, just write and let God do the rest. And as my sister has said, we got to be inspired by our spirit. We know we, we don't want to do anything just to be doing it. Right. So we just write whatever you're writing, make sure that it is of God because it's going to, God is going to progress it. And you all you got to do is pin it down, but listen to the voice of God, listen to the voice of God, let him lead and guide you on what you need to write. And then Mm -hmm. I tell you, I, I tell you, you can start writing and it's just like flowing this river is just flowing right. in you. It's going to come out automatically. And right. before you're done, you have written your book. And you're like, wow, how did that happen? But continue <laughs> to just continue to um, look at yourself as being a blessing to somebody else. Right. Good. Aja? Well, I definitely want to thank you. It is an honor to be on your show. And I really appreciate it. Um, listen, the the words that come out of our mouth are powerful. We know that. And the word says that we have to be careful of what we put in our spirit. Mm-hmm. And that means that we have to be careful what comes out. Let it all out, though. Your words are powerful. You got a story to be told. Tell it. But just because you write and just because you get it out doesn't mean it has to necessarily be shared or said. But start. Right. Like, start. Don't make any excuses. Okay. I don't know this and I don't know that. And I don't know if it. Get it all out. Get it all out. Get it all out. Know you have power. Tell your story because somebody needs it. It happened for a reason. And it wasn't for you. Well, once again, I want to thank you for your insights on today's topic. Um, It it was just so powerful. Evangelist Tamla, how can they, um, the audience, follow you or find more about your books? Yes, all of my books are on Amazon.com. All you do is just put in my name, Tamala Janice Coleman. Also, I'm on Facebook as well. 
Um, I do share a lot of that on Facebook. And it's, again, Tamala Coleman. And that is it. Okay. And Audra, how can they follow you and find more about your book and what you're doing with your cooking and your show? On all platforms, I'm Cooking Couture Atlanta. Cooking, C-O-U-T-U-R-E, Atlanta. On every platform that you could think of, I'm Cooking Couture Atlanta. And um, what's this? July, July 1st, um, my, uh, my book will be a free download. Okay. Yeah, I have been struggling with that and dealing with, you know, was me. You can find it. Look, and I have my website is Cooking Couture Atlanta. If you go on my website, you'll see it. But um, yeah, we're gonna do a um, yeah, a free download. I wanted to so I decided that um, I wanted to sow into the lives of people that I wanted to sow into my life. But I was gonna do it first. You know what I'm saying? You know how they say you can't be God given. Let me give you something. See what I can give and share and impart in you. And I and I feel like it'll 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 sow good seeds. So we gonna see. Okay, good, good. Well, it's my real conversation with Nora audience. Please follow us on social media, on business women, on Instagram, on BWOTMFG, and on Facebook at Business Women on the Move for God. Visit my website at BWOTMFG.com and sign up for our new programs. And make sure you stop by Resteal Store where you will find lots of great items for you, your family, and friends. Ask your friends to watch the show each week and make sure you share with others. I look forward to seeing you next Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Real Conversations with Nora. Have a blessed, awesome, and prosperous week. God bless you.